Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real Steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hour two of the nightcap here on VSIN. Sean King, Tim Murray with you. At the real, not the, just at real Sean King. No, the. That's right. At real Sean King on Twitter, at one Tim Murray is where you can find me. Live from the Circus Sportsbook. Always... You know, I was here last night. I was uh, filling in on, on Bet Center. So it was myself, Josh Towers, Hoops Peterson, and uh, we were, were sitting here. We're watching the BMW Championship. Six playoff holes, man. I tell you what, getting to, to watch professional athletes night in and night out, whatever sport it is, it's so amazing. <laughs> you know, yourself is in a little different level because you actually are a professional athlete. But, you know, Watching Patrick Cantlay, just nothing phased him. Just everything was so pure. One of the greatest putting performances we've ever seen in uh, in in the history of golf. I mean, if you base it on the on the uh, on the analytics and the statistics, it was since they've started tracking strokes gained uh, on putting and since 2004. But that was fun. And then I stayed and I watched Paul versus Woodley. I texted you last night about it. Yeah. Still looking for Woodley. Um, By seeing what's on, on and popping. He had a dead man in front of him last night. I mean, I'm watching. And he wouldn't let his hands go. <laughs> I, I texted you last night, and I was like, he, he was on the take. Which maybe he was. Maybe, you know. But here's, how, what, here's what really upset How did me. you not, how does he not, I mean, it was, He's wobbling. You almost knocked him out in the fourth round. You've got him just gassed. There's a reason that they only made it eight rounds, right? right, right. This has gone 12, but still, 
you're a fighter. I know it was his first professional uh, professional boxing match, Sean, but you're a fighter. You could you should be able to see that your opponent is struggling. Jake Paul was tired. Yeah. Like sometimes when there's a big event like that, for whatever reason, like your body betrays you. And that's what happened to him last night. And he spoke about it at the end of the fight. He was like, I didn't have my legs. Like you could tell. Oh, yeah. He, and he instead of it, Woodley was, attacking and pressuring, hitting him in the body, you know, wearing him down even more, I mean, he just was taking pictures. Like he was at a photo shoot. And then what really upset me with him is after the fight, he runs up like he feels like he won. Like won what? <laughs> Like are you like you you want a participation trophy or you didn't get knocked out? Oh, that sweet little baby. Like I was so disappointed because he never really tried to win. Mm-hmm. You know, he fought or he moved around the ring in a I'm not gonna get knocked out kind of approach. And and that was embarrassing for a guy that was as highly thought of at one point inside the octagon as he was. Like Champ. To, yeah, that that was embarrassing. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Jake Paul though, man. Hats off to him and his brother Logan. I mean, what they're doing, the amount of attention that uh, they're drawing is phenomenal. And uh, Aaron, say that one more time. I think I think Woodley retired. Oh, Jake Jake Paul is retired. Smart man. Oh, undefeated. Smart man. <laughs> I was I was gonna say this. I was gonna say this. Last night should have proved to Jake Paul that okay, that's about the level of competition. Yeah. You get a real Don't boxer in there, there, you're yeah. done. And especially because of his size. So you got to think in boxing, when you're talking about 190 plus, like, only thing in between that and heavyweight is like one division. So, like, you're talking big guys that can really crack. Smart man, Jake Paul. Smart man. Derek Stevens actually just popped his head in here before the show. He was walking around, and, and I, I told him, I said, I, he wasn't here. He was, you know, he can't be here at all hours. Right. So he wasn't here last night. I said, it was, it was, Hopping. Yeah. I mean, this, this, you know, Circa, we mentioned on Friday, uh, you know, usually pay-per-view fights you can't get in, in sports books. They had it here. And to your point about the Paul brothers, oh, yeah. I don't know what it is, but they attract. I mean, you had a dude who was, what, 3-0? and mm-hmm. Taking on a guy who had never fought a yeah. boxing match. 17,000 people. It was a, a buy. The, the crowd, the stadium, the arena was sold out. Energy was off the charts. Yeah. And like, the energy here was great. Yeah. Man, people really wanted to see Paul get knocked out here. Shout out to the Paul brothers, man. Big fans. Got it done. I'm a big fan. Got it done. Woodley, I would have liked a little more aggressive aggression, but hey, you know, so be it. Stanford Steve, always aggressive with his plays. He's coming up in just a moment. Stick around. Keep it rolling. Hour number two alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer and Tulane Greenwave great Sean King. Tim Murray riding with you. We're going to catch up with Stanford Steve, Steve Coughlin, producer of Scott Van Pelt Sports Center, which is back on the air tonight after the Dodgers and uh, Braves game. Also, Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast. And he joins us right now. You know, that name just screams sharp. Does, like sharp better Stanford Steve like you see that guy sitting at a sports book with a high-end cocktail like it's <laughs> looking at where there are some arrows in the lines and just attacking and ching, 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 ching. I, I just think Steve I just I just picture you with like crumpled up beer cans next to you still still <laughs> still the same things winning money but I, I don't see high-end cocktail I see you know cans of 
of Miller Lite just crushed in your hand? <laughs> oh, a, a wise man once told me it's not how, it's how many. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Um, you know, it's funny. I'm thinking about, uh, man, the level of uh, level of college football right now. I mean, think about it. John King, Stanford Steve, and then me. So, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of quality football just all on this airwaves. We don't have to tell everyone what, what we all well, did. Everybody one has... played in a Rose Bowl. One was 10th in the Heisman Trophy. Everyone needs a driver. <laughs> that's right. I'll drive the car. <laughs> I'll drive you guys around wherever you guys want to go. I'll drive you guys around, no problem whatsoever. Steve, we have a chauffeur. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I just, uh, I mean, I, I'll, I mean, I, I would say I look intimidating, but not, not by with you guys. So, color the hair, um, head on backwards. <laughs> uh, Steve, a lot to get to, um, and mm-hmm. man, I don't where to start. Um, I, I don't know why this just popped in my head. Maybe because it's on Thursday night. Just the anticipation, the expectation. I mean, C.J. Stroud now is like 12-1 to 1 to win the Heisman Trophy. He's never taken a snap at Ohio State, but it's just that assumption, right, that he walks in with the talent around him, highly, level, high, highly touted recruit, Ryan Day, and books don't want to get burned on guys like this anymore. They got burned on Joe Burrow, burned on Kyler Murray, so what are your expectations from Ohio State this year? Laying a pretty big number on the road Thursday night at Minnesota. It's two touchdowns. Yeah, it's uh, well, to me with Ohio State, it starts with Ryan Day. Uh, I think he, I, I know everybody talks about Lincoln Riley, uh, but I'll take Ryan, Ryan Day calling plays over anyone in college football. Uh, I think that highly of him. And it's funny, you, you talk about C.J. Stroud just stepping in. I've, I've been reading a ton of stuff. And they're like, all right, who's the Big Ten quarterback of the year? You know, who's going to be first team? It's like, all right, whoever wins the Ohio State starting job, just pencil them in. <laughs> so it looks like plenty of people have high expectations for C.J. Stroud. And that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to say based on what quarterbacks have done in Ohio State under Ryan Day. But when you look at this week and Thursday night in Minnesota, it's, it's pretty interesting to me because – I look at Ohio State and the strength of that offensive line, and obviously I mentioned Day, that offense, they, they probably got the best group of wide receivers in the country. Um, but on the other side, you look at Minnesota. How do you win a game at home when you're a double-digit underdog? you got to keep the ball away from um, that Ohio State offense. And Minnesota has the goods to do that. I think the world of P.J. Fleck from an offensive uh, mindset and, and a game-planning uh, perspective, especially in this kind of role, they got the offensive line. They probably got the most underrated running back in the conference. It's not the country in Ibrahim. Uh, so, I, and in Ohio State, where you know, all it can be said, what they did last year against Clemson, getting that get-back game for the year before the Fiesta Bowl, I think Minnesota has enough to keep it close with that ground game. Uh, and, and I know, now, on a defensive side, I think they're going to struggle against Ohio State. But I think the idea will be to keep the ball out of that Ohio State's offense. And, um, it, I mean, 14 points, a conference game and a home opener. You know, Minnesota was, you know, everybody's talking about being up and down last year with COVID. Uh, I would have to lean, I think, towards the Gophers getting the 14 there just because there still is a lot of unknown uh, with Ohio State. But I'm fascinated to see how they come out because we know they are loaded on the roster. And when you look at the Big Ten, in Ohio State, I, I think in years past, 
of the ACC of how high Clemson was compared to everybody else. I thought there was the biggest gap between Clemson and everybody else in the ACC. I think that's shifted to the Big Ten. I think it's Ohio State and everybody else. But a conference road game as a double-digit favorite to start the year is a, is a really interesting way to start the season. Steve, I cannot get the taste of last year's Michigan-Minnesota opener out of my mouth. <laughs> is that the ancient pass? And if it's not, I want to find a way to root for Minnesota. Is Tanner Morgan capable of pulling this upset? And how much does what happened last year, kind of same platform, same stage, yeah. same energy, play into the performance we're going to see Thursday from P.J. Fleck and the Gophers? I totally get where you're seeing where you're coming from, Sean. I I look I think back of that game and they're like that was that's what really got me kind of down on last year because it was like I want to say you know game day was there and it was the Saturday night game and Michigan comes in with Milton as his new stud quarterback and then all of a sudden you hear oh Minnesota's got three linemen out, three linebackers out, their kicker was out. I mean I think a week later or a week after that uh, they came to Maryland and blew like a, a, an 18 point lead in the second half. And like with PJ Fleck, his teams are usually buttoned up. And I think that just goes back to the personnel. Like they just didn't have the personnel to keep up where they did the year before when they, you know, made it to that, to that last game against Wisconsin in which if they won, they would have, you know, played in the big 10 title game. So to me, it's about the roster. You have to feel a lot better with Fleck. And knowing how he's, you know, one of those control guys that you know, wants to be in charge of the play calling. But I, I would feel um, pretty good about Minnesota here getting double digits at home. I, I think it's a good spot here, you know, and, and, and the back door will be open. And Tanner Morgan's a guy, when you look at it, he's always had a good offensive line. But that two years ago when they made that run, he had two NFL receivers he was throwing to. So, you know, Flex, a former wide receiver himself, I think he's a great wide receivers coach. So I would I would have some trust in PJ Fleck having to be able to get uh, Tanner Morgan some some throwing assets to help out Ibrahim in that run game. Make sure to check out Stanford Steve and the Bear the podcast. It is a must listen during college football season. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, obviously Stanford Steve and and Van Pelt back. Uh, there were a couple. I think I saw Van Pelt tweeting it over the weekend. I want to say the uh, the missed extra point. Uh, might be mentioned. What was that? The Illinois Nebraska game might have had something to do with the the closing line total there. So I'm sure that'll be mentioned later on this week in Bad Beats. Um, Steve, let's uh, let's stick in the Big Ten because I know Penn State under nine wins is one of your favorite plays of the year and yep. a bet that you've made. So let's start on Saturday afternoon. Camp Randall, you'll get jump around for the first time, you know, in in a couple of years, which is great. Uh, 11 a.m. local kick time. Another pretty decent-sized number. It's under a touchdown, but it's moving towards Wisconsin. So are you going to lay it with Wisconsin at 5.5 against Penn State? Uh, I'm not going to lay it. Um, I'm, I, it's just a wait-and-see game yeah. for me. They're, these are two teams I really want to just see. We know how Penn State started the year, but I also remember how they finished the year. And when I look at Wisconsin, same deal. You know, the COVID, they lose the quarterback. They look great. Against Illinois, they look great at Ann Arbor, and then the bottom falls out roster-wise because of COVID. Um, but on Penn State side, what bo- what bothers me there is Clifford's a guy who plays with some reckless abandon. You know, he's gonna he's gonna scramble whenever he needs to to move the chains. He, he you know he takes hits. Um, the offensive line wasn't great last year, and that hurt. And he got nicked up a bunch. And they had Will Levis, who now is going to be the starting quarterback at Kentucky. 
So with Penn State, I think back to that 2018 recruiting class, which is the top five recruiting class. I look at the two defensive ends they lost in the, in the NFL draft. In that 2018 class, they only have 11 guys left from that, from that recruiting class between guys leaving, you know, transferring, and, and, and guys going out, you know, elsewhere. So I just worry about Penn State with that schedule. You know, the mention the nine, the nine wins. They still have to go to Iowa. They still have to go to Columbus. They get Indiana in a tricky spot after the whiteout game against Auburn. Um, but I, I, it's a wait and see because there's too much unknown uh, for me on the Penn State side of thing. I, I mean, they're they're killing it now. I believe he has the number one recruiting class for next year. But that's not, that's not helping them this year. They got a new offensive coordinator. But I really like Jim Leonard, defensive coordinator for Wisconsin. And I just feel like Wisconsin, when you look at Chris versus Franklin, Chris is going to be more buttoned up to start the year than maybe Franklin's come out the last couple of years. So I would lean Wisconsin, but I don't want to give any points. Hats off to the Big 12 director of scheduling. I mean, they're not wasting any time. Minnesota, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, <laughs> Iowa, Indiana. Steve, what's your opinion on having these big-time Big Ten championship influencing contests in week one. You like it? You dislike it? I, I love it. I, I think, I mean, I, you hear Nick Saban talk a lot about why he plays these out-of-conference neutral site games, and it's to, to, to motivate his guys in the offseason. I don't think you can get more motivated for a game to start the season than if you're playing a conference opponent to start the year. So I, I think it's a great job by the Big Ten officials to get this jump started. Uh, and see, I mean, we got Iowa, Indiana, mm-hmm. the two teams ranked in the, I want to say in the top 17, uh, which is a fascinating game because Iowa has Iowa, Iowa State the following week, a lot of game day uh, possibilities revolving around this Iowa <laughs> Indiana game. Uh, so it, 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 I, I love it. I, I mean, to, to see where the Big Ten was a year ago at this time, guys, and now you see what they're days away from, I think it's a, uh, an awesome jump up. And where they were a year from, uh, you know, a year from today uh, in the past. Stanford Steve Coughlin here on the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Sean King. Steve, a lot of people feel like the college football playoff really only sends invitations to about six schools. <laughs> I happen to believe that this is the year of David. Cincinnati, for the first time, a non-Power mm-hmm. Five school starts inside the top ten in the college football playoff era. Do they get in? And if Cincinnati isn't going to end the season as the best non-Power 5 team, in your opinion, who is? Oof. Um, here's the deal with Cincinnati. I, I'm rooting for it. I want to see it. And here's why it's exciting to me. They have the opportunity. You mentioned where they are ranked already coming into the season, right? They have two road games at Indiana and at Tim Murray's South Bend Notre Dame Fighting Irish. There's, there's, an, there's an opportunity there, you know? Like, in, in years past, they had the fight to get up to that top five. Now they're right there. I mean, I, I still think an undefeated Cincinnati gets in this year. I really do. Now, can they do it? You know, how good is the conference? You know, UCF is playing Boise State Thursday night in a game that's very anticipated to see what those two teams from the group of five look like. And I think, you know, obviously since UCF being on Cincinnati's schedule, that's another team that could boost uh, Cincinnati's resume. If UCF were to pull this off, you know, in convincing fashion, and then they got to go to historic Nippers Stadium later in the season. So I think Cincinnati is that team. If I had to take another team um, from the group of five, oh, man, I, it might be UCF. I, I think Dylan Gabriel is a top five quarterback in the, in the sport this year. 
And in now him combined with Malzahn and that up tempo. I mean, UCF has always been fun to watch uh, since the Scott Frost days. Uh, so I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they look like with with Gabriel at quarterback and Malzahn calling the shots. Yeah, you're starting to see that line creep back towards. I mean, it was a steady steam of Boise State, just Boise State, Boise State, Boise State, Boise State. Now it's teaming mm-hmm. back towards UCF, and I don't know. I might I might have to jump on the UCF train here with four and a half. Opened at 10, and now you're looking at four and a half. Wow. So, wow. yeah, I mean, South Point opened it pretty aggressively in the favor of UCF. Mm-hmm. Gets bought back down. I want to play a game uh, that you do with, uh, with, with the Bear on your podcast, a little Would You Rather, okay? okay? So this weekend, we've got two teams that played last weekend. We've actually got a couple, but two bigger yep. dogs that played last weekend. I know you watched every second of all these games. Would you rather take 20 with Fresno State at Oregon, or would you rather take 14 with San Jose State at USC? This could be a little lean for later in the week when I release my pick. <laughs> uh, but, but, but could I take both? Go for it. I love, the, I love the situation for both these underdogs. And I know the guys out in Vegas, and there's plenty of them out there that have done the research recently, and these teams that have played with a game under their belts against the teams who haven't played and the teams that haven't played have won these games. And I know that trend is different. I'm a guy who played the game and I still think uh, that those first game jitters, those first game, you know, that first series when you're, you know, you're feeling it after three plays out there. uh, I think that helps you a ton in week two. And I just look at the role that the underdogs are in. Fresno state is a team that would, you know, Pat Hill, anytime, anywhere, any place, they still have that mantra, and they got some guys on that team. Jake Hayner, the quarterback, was at Washington. He's played against Oregon. I want to say he's played at Austin Stadium. And why I like Fresno State there is it's not a night game at Austin. It's an 11 a.m. kick there. That crowd's going to be a little restless, wanting to see you know Kayvon Thibodeau and that offense come out. And I think Fresno State, who's got the most underrated coach that I, that I could think of, and Kalen DeBoer, I think Fresno State's got the good – to hang with them, and on the other side, you have San Jose State. I lost to San Jose State when we were at Stanford back in the 90s. I know how their mindset works. They they love being able to play in-state Pac-12 schools. So I expect very good efforts uh, from two great coaches uh, between San Jose State and Fresno State uh, in those Pac-12 games uh, this, this, this coming week. Well, to get more analysis, check out the podcast and uh... – Maybe he'll even mention when you when you slide in next to Van Pelt with winners. Maybe that'll be one of your plays out there later this week. Looking forward to seeing you back on TV tonight, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. We got an awesome bad beat coming for the people. There nice, it is. Nice. At Stanford Steve 82. Steve Coglin. Guy who played in the Rose Bowl. A guy who went undefeated and was 10th in the Heisman Trophy. And then me. It's a nightcap here on VC. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. 
Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is the nightcap here on VSID. <laughs> Texas Rangers, the dog pound, <laughs> up four nothing. That's right, baby. But when you bet one of the worst teams in baseball, it's never easy. But it got there. Hey, it's all that matters. Cast the ticket. All that matters. You don't. You don't need to apologize for anything. Nothing. Four three Rangers win. So that's a winner for this guy right here. Is Rays, of course, won. But you know, I mentioned we've got ourselves quite the night in yes, in baseball. And Corbin Burns just doing Corbin Burns things. Uh, Don't jinx it. I I know you got I, I got to tell the people what's happening though. Okay. okay. Uh, so far four and two thirds scoreless for Corbin Burns out in the Bay Area. Uh, six strikeouts, just two hits. Uh, he's he's been lights out so far. And uh, a slight dog uh, are the were the Brewers pregame, and uh, somebody took the run line. Oh, yeah. that's you. That's you. And look, the in-game run line right now, minus one and a half, is minus 160. You're up 2 nothing, and Corbin Burns is on the hill, and you've got one of the best bullpens in baseball, at least the back end. Don't jinx it. I'm not jinx I'm just saying okay. I'm defending the odds maker. You know, the here. ticket is heavy enough. <laughs> Don't need to add any extra weight to it. <laughs> uh, we look up Shohei Otani just hit an absolute blast. And the Angels lead the Yankees right now six to five. So uh, the uh, that over has already hit, and it's the bottom of the fifth inning. Corbin Burns gets out of another inning. I wouldn't even say jam because there's no one on base because that's what just Corbin Burns does. The discussion for Cy Young in the NL is is fascinating. Corbin Burns just keeps throwing his hat in the ring there. And then you've got the Dodgers and the Braves, and you know the Braves. I mentioned they were five to one to win the NL heading into today at DraftKings. And the Mets and the Philly, the Phillies are playing the Nationals right now. Or Earlier today, they won that game. The Braves over the weekend, I think, lost two of three against the Giants. 
So they're in this stretch. They just played the Yankees, so they have now lost three. Oh, excuse me. They took two of three from the Giants, so they didn't have a, that bad of a weekend. But Braves were able to beat up on the bad teams, which mm-hmm. is what you're supposed to do. Right. They had that 9-0 and road trip at the Nats, at the Marlins, at the Orioles. You come home to the Yankees. You lose both of those games. You do take two of three from the Giants. That's great. But now you're out in Los Angeles, and you're down 5 nothing in the in the opener here. So... Braves could be the Mets. It very well. I yeah. mean, because you look at this road trip at the Dodgers, then you got the Rockies, which should be very manageable. At Denver is always tough. I mean, in Colorado is always tough. The good thing for the Braves right now, Sean, is that, yes, this Dodgers stretch is bad, but they did take two of three from the Giants, which is huge, because it's at the Rockies, home to the Nats, home to the Marlins, home to the Rockies. They have a nine-game homestand starting after this road trip against three of the worst teams in the National League. Right. So they're they're sitting in a decent spot right now, uh, but they do trail five to nothing. But the good thing is they have a you know five-game lead over the Phillies, seven-and-a-half-game lead over the Mets, so they're they're in decent shape in that regard. I'd agree, but again, baseball's a game of runs. Mm-hmm. I think uh, all three teams have a run left in them. We'll see who gets to the finish line first. Well, but and, again, the Braves are looking funny in the light. Like they had they were chasing, overcome some injuries. Uh, they were underachievers pre All Star break. They were starting to get it together, but it was more the competition than anything else. Because when they've had to compete against elite, I think the Yankees came for a two game set. You know, now they're yep. playing the Giants. They haven't looked good in the light. Um, Phillies, I I shortchanged the Phillies have now won four in a row. Yeah. The one today, seven to four. Bryce Harper hit a two run shot, and but iron sharp is iron. See when the Rays if... when the Rays come to town and spank that butt, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you play better after that. The Braves pl- end the season. Braves three against the Phillies, three against the Mets. We'll see how important those games are. If the 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 lead holds here for the Dodgers, up five nothing. Phillies will only be three and a half back of the division. They've kind of been there. They had They've gotten been really hot, around. and then you know, but uh, the catcher got hurt. You know, so that lineup right Real now, Muto. yeah, he looks like it looks like a Triple A lineup right now. Well, and, and with Bryce of, Harper hitting right, the home Bryce he's there, right? But um, you're not going to hit against the Nationals that often. Just send us a break with this. Our good friend J.R. Smith, who is back in college, uh oh, he's got another question. Could someone explain to me? Why it would be a good idea to join a frat. To be honest, it really doesn't make sense to me. I'm supposed to join a group and call them my brothers after they treat me like bleep and make me do stupid bleep. How does that work? (laughs) Seeing a man in his mid-30s who's a multimillionaire get to enjoy... Why... How do we not have cameras following J.R. Smith around? Don't get beat up talking about frat. (laughs) This is this is a reality show that should be made. So, J.R. Smith, keep them coming. We love it. We absolutely love it. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. The Chicago Bears made the playoffs last year. Did they do it again? The nightcap here on Vison. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win three spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. 
Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now is the perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy, and the VEASAN Pro Football Guide is the perfect way to start. Our VEASAN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give you insight on against-the-spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VEASAN NFL Guide today for only $19.99 or Get VEASAN All Access and everything we offer for the entire football season. Head over to VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. It is a nightcap here on VEASAN. Tim Murray, Sean King, former Tulane Green Wave greats. And we're going to talk some dark horses. Maybe once upon a time. I know gambling wasn't that uh, allowed to be talked about in 1998. But maybe once upon a time, someone out there had a dark horse ticket on Sean King. What do you think your odds were preseason? At Tulane in 99? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't on the board. <laughs> Should have been. You were on the board as the season went on. Yeah, I know. But the thing was, the platforms for people to consume the product right. were not as you know, available as they are now. Like you didn't have like Soul Player and Dofu and you know, all these different apps where you can go and you know, see all of the games. You know, there wasn't the ESPN app or... You know, so it was hard for people to actually see the games as we played them. Yeah, I mean, now CUSA has a deal with, I think, CBS Sports Network. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all your games would have been on there, and yeah. I mean, and So now a player comes to, like, a Malik Willis, for instance. Oh, yeah. He'll have an opportunity to have four or five national-type TV games where they're on in bars, mm-hmm. you know, people indirectly. Like, wow, that well, kid's pretty good. And I would say this about Malik Willis, which we'll get into a little bit more in just a moment, but, you know, Todd McShay's already said he's a first-round pick. So now that name's on radars, right? Because yeah. we're so enamored now, too, Sean. Mm-hmm. Not only do we love college football more, we love the draft more than ever. It's an event. And anytime a name is thrown out there, 
this early, it's and especially at quarterback, it's oh, I got to watch this dude, right? Right. So Malik Willis has already now become a name that people are starting to know, and uh, maybe it is a, a guy you should maybe look at in the dark horse for Heisman, which we'll get into in less than ten minutes. But uh, a gentleman who was up for the Heisman Trophy last year led his team to the college football playoff, had one of the more gutsy performances in the semifinal, outdueling Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields. The Chicago Bears trade up from 20 to 11. They grab Justin Fields. Andy Dalton will start week one. <laughs> Matt Nagy is, my time. has continued to say that he is the starter. We need to see what Andy Dalton has. And I believe you retweeted this. I'll paraphrase it. But uh, Dan Orlovsky, former quarterback. That's a teammate in Detroit. Yeah. Said, what have you been watching the last 10 years? Anyway. So... That's why Nagy, That's why Nagy's on the hot seat now. So when you look at this Bears team, because I feel like we've done so much discussing discussion, Sean, on just this quarterback question, right? Who's going to start? Who should start? Well, let's just look at the profile of the Bears. Over-under sitting at 7.5 wins. The Bears did make the playoffs last year. I think a lot of people forget that. They were a playoff team last year. Where do you stand on the Bears this year knowing that there's this cloud hanging over them of Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. Justin Fields, you know, we, we, we talked about his quotes after the first game. It's just slow, you know, don't do that. But then Andy Dalton not helping himself out whatsoever either. So the win total sitting at 7.5. They open up the season as a, you know, 7.5-point road dog at Los Angeles against the Rams on Sunday night football. There will be plenty of Bears fans there. They travel. Uh, and the Rams don't really have a home field advantage whatsoever. But, but what is your expectations of this Bears team in 2021? Let me give you a life analogy. All right. I'm a guy that believes in energy. Like, I don't like negative people around me. Like, I like people that love life, like to have fun, live on the edge a little bit. Hey, you only get one chance to go through this life. So let's enjoy it. Let's have fun. You know, let's smile. Let's laugh. You know, and then look back and laugh at all the pictures and how we've either lost our hair or grown hair in places that we didn't have it before. The Bears, it's like they're gravitating towards the negativity. Andy Dalton got booed in the preseason. He's going to get booed during the regular season. Yet you have this beautiful gem that you traded up in the draft, as you mentioned, to select. Let the kid play. That's what the fan base wants. History says that's what the Chicago Bears organization wants. And by that, I mean this. Andy Dalton hadn't been able to take teams that are way more talented than Chicago on offense anywhere of significance. Think about those Cincinnati Bengal teams. I mean, they were loaded offensively. They had running backs. They had receivers. They Bush had offensive Manzada, line. Chad Johnson. Like, they had yeah. guys, and he couldn't get it done. Last year with Dallas, think about what the offense was, offense was doing with Dak. Now, granted, they weren't playing great on defense in Dallas when Dak was healthy, but offensively, they were coming back in the second half. They were winning games at the end. I mean, think about the Atlanta game. I think they were down 20-plus points and came back. So when Andy took over, did the offense look like it looked even remotely when Dak was the quarterback? No. No. So, like, what does Nagy, Nagy think he's going to see? Like, this, to me, it makes no decision. It's like he's setting himself up for negativity, so, hey, Chicago fans, be loud. Boo often. <laughs> I want to play devil's advocate here. Because I, I do, I agree that, I mean, at this point, what, what are we doing here, right? Right. I mean, it's just, just start Justin Fields. However, 
are we, and you would know more than me, mm-hmm. you have said, and I agree, especially watching the first three preseason games, Trey Lance is not ready. Are we so sure Justin Fields is ready? It doesn't matter. Because the only way to get ready is to play. So why not Trey Lance in San Francisco? Because Jim- the, Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Jimmy Garoppolo very recently took this same 49ers team, a lot of these faces look the same, to a Super Bowl appearance. Now, they've become frustrated with Garoppolo, largely in part because of his inability to stay healthy. Now, granted, he hasn't necessarily evolved and matured as fast as they'd like into an elite quarterback, but the majority of the frustration is his unavailability. Trey Lance isn't nearly ready for the expectations in San Francisco. As we spoke about earlier on the show, there's nothing when it comes to playing the quarterback position that Andy Dalton does better than Justin Fields. In my opinion, he's not more accurate. He doesn't have a bigger arm. He's not more athletic. Justin Fields has a really uh, large football IQ. He's had no issue picking up the system. Like, there's nothing that Andy does that's better than what Justin would bring to the table. And if the and I don't think this is the case, but if the sole reason is. Well, I don't want him going out against the Rams on Sunday Night Football. Players play. Yeah, exactly. You can't protect him. You can't put him in bubble wrap. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but I don't know when they make the decision. But my time. It should have been made already. <laughs> I'm going to say you think they go under their win total if it is Andy Dalton out there. Facts. <laughs> All right. Sean finished 10th in the Heisman. He was a dark horse. Maybe if he played this time around, he would be more on the forefront. Some Heisman dark horses on the other side. Stick around. It's the nightcap. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's according to TalentNest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Sitting next to 1998 Heisman Trophy top 10 finisher, John yeah, King. Good year. <laughs> that's a pretty good That's a pretty good account. Think about what I feel happened. like I talk it up more than... We're top 10 in the Heisman, man. Think about what happened in 1998. The Tulane Green Wave went 12-0. Yes, they did. Yeah, that was a great year. That was. I would say that's year. a pretty good year. Yeah, Considering, year. I think, that program had like a... Didn't you come in? They were like a one-win football team? Yeah, my first two years there, we were 4-18. and 18. <laughs> And you went 12-0. and 0 yeah. And finished seventh in the country. That's right. So you guys out there listening, don't give up. Just seventh. Keep, stay on your grind. The Grizzle going to pay off. Won the Liberty Bowl. Did you ring that bell? Bing, 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 bing. We did. Yeah. yeah. And we beat BYU. Yep. BYU. BYU. I'm glad you mentioned that name. Because we're going to talk Heisman Dark Horses. Okay. And the reason, and, and Aaron Oster, our producer, great idea, said, look, the last three years, long shots, preseason, won the Heisman Trophy. Devontae Smith, 66 to 1. Joe Burrow, 40 to 1. Kyler Murray, 30 to 1. Look at Lamar Jackson, 100 to 1. Wow. But you brought up tight uh, BYU, and I'm glad you did because I was uh, I was digging deep today, Sean. I was okay. doing my homework for this segment. Okay. Because I know a lot of people are going to bring up Desmond Ritter, 
who deserves to be talked about. Cincinnati's quarterback, long shot, like 66 to 1 or so. Can't win it. People are going to bring up Malik Willis from Liberty. The last time a player outside a Power Five conference won the Heisman Trophy. Do I get to guess? Yeah, go for it. Lavanian Tomlinson is the first name that came to mind. He did not win the Heisman Trophy. He was a finalist. I don't know them. Ty Detmer, 1990. And you did say BYU. I'm yeah. such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm such a dork. Um, was actually back-to-back players oh, outside man. the Power Five because uh, Andre Ware won it in 89 mm-hmm. at Houston. Ty Detmer won it in 90. Rocket Ishmael should have won it, but no big deal. Uh, Ty Detmer <laughs> won it in 90. Um, so I was just trying to do process of elimination, Sean, of, okay, we want long shots. Everyone wants long shots. You've gotten them the past couple of years. But let's look at the long shots that won these past couple of years. Devontae Smith. No one really saw this coming. But Devontae Smith played on the number one team in the country. These are the rankings, the final rankings, going back to 2000, Sean, mm-hmm. of the Heisman Trophy winners. 19 of the 21 finished in the top 10. 17 of the 21 finished in the top five. And so we're talking about their teams. Their teams okay. finished top five, 17 of the 21. So you basically have to be on a top 10 team. The two that did not were transcendent talents. Robert Griffin III mm-hmm. and Baylor in 2011 finished 15th. And Lamar Jackson and Louisville finished 13th. And now remember... I think that's a bit skewed because Lamar Jackson was so unbelievable. And by the time his team lost the last two games of the season to Houston and then Kentucky, they got as high as number five in the country when Houston beat them. Right. He had he had that Heisman Trophy in his back pocket then, so that was over. So you really need to be essentially on a top-ten team. Top five helps. And then if you're a non-quarterback, Sean, since 2000, 17 quarterbacks have won this award. Three running backs, Reggie Bush, uh, Melvin Ingram, Derrick Henry, and then one wide receiver, Devontae Smith. I had a question. Yep. In the last 10 years, has a West Coast-based player won the Heisman Trophy? Marcus Mariota was the last 2014. A national brand at Oregon. Preseason ranked number three. Finished at the time of the Heisman Trophy ceremony number two. Because I really think there's a West Coast bias. Well, I think there is, too, because Derrick Henry shouldn't have won the Heisman Trophy in 2015. It should have been Christian McCaffrey. Right. But Derrick Henry, what did he have going for him, Sean? They better were number team. two in the country. Yeah, better team. And they won the national championship that year. Now, that doesn't matter. So what I'm trying to point out is I, we all love dark horses. As we look for dark horses. But there is, I think there's a process of elimination because I think group of five players are out. I think uh, a team... You know, you were mentioning Tank Bigsby, and he's a phenomenal talent. Mm-hmm. But we've also talked about Auburn, and they're probably going to be a six or seven win football team. So that's just not how the Heisman Trophy hands out anymore. So I- I've done this, but you look at it differently. You've coached mm-hmm. at a high level at USF, obviously played at an extremely high level in the collegiate ranks. Who jumps out at you, these longer shots that we're mentioning? Anyone 35 to one or a little bit further down? 
uh, as, you, as you got the list if you're watching on vcin.com. Well, I kind of did a little different mm-hmm. because uh, I just was going by the eye test. So I looked at a bunch of guys, and the only question I had in this evaluation was, do they look like a Heisman caliber talent? And the names I came back with were Jaden Daniels, Mike Penix, and Tank Bigsby. Now, once you put the data mm-hmm. in that you've, you know, researched, hard to see Arizona State, Indiana, or this year's version of Auburn being a top 10 caliber team. Having said that, if they are, then that means that it's because of Michael Penix or Jaden Daniels. Mackenzie Milton is an interesting name on this list because he's the one guy on this list because of what he went through with the tragic injury. If Florida State can make the ACC championship game and he's the quarterback and the reason why, he'll have a chance. He will. He's not even been named the starter yet down in Just keep his secrets. <laughs> I, uh, I, I hope he has a good year, maybe after week one. Um, but... I, I don't. I think Florida State is so talent void right now. To me, I was just kind of looking at this. We haven't seen a ton from this particular player, mm-hmm. but it's always just been the next in line. And I want better odds than thirty-five to one. But doing this exercise, I think Brian Robinson from Alabama fits a lot of the characteristics of a Heisman Trophy winner, dark horse, Mm -hmm. right? Playing for Alabama. Preseason ranked number one in the country. You have a young quarterback, Sean, so you think Nick Saban and Bill O'Brien, maybe they try to keep the training wheels on Bryce Young a little bit. Make Brian Robinson be the guy. I mean, nobody knew who Josh Jacobs was until he became Josh Jacobs and was an absolute stud and it's just been next man up, next man up. You think he's only had, you know, 700-some-odd yards in his career? He's better than Najee Harris. And if you're saying that, yes, then I think... When he came in the game, when Najee went out, it was like, oh, wow. And, and you've, talked about, you've talked about college football and the culture, right? And I know that's, that's a, a word used all the time and overused, but... Alabama, there's something in the water down there that they just they they believe what Saban is preaching. Maybe because he always wins championships. Full buy-in in Tuscaloosa. So he's been waiting his time. Mm-hmm. So I understand only three running backs have won since 2000, and that's a pretty special group of Bush, Ingram, and Henry. Mm-hmm. But in a year where there really isn't a quarterback that's just hitting you over the face, that's going to finish top five, right, Sam? How? Is he going to finish top five? Remember, the ACC championship game counts. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is Spencer Rattler? We have questions about Spencer Rattler's quarterback. It almost seems like he's been anointed already, Sean, when he had a lot of questions last year. So I think when you do Dark Horse and you just kind of do a process of elimination, I love Brees Hall at at Iowa State. I would say... Is he going to be that transcendent is Iowa State going to be top five? I would attach a large portion of your research to the selection of the dark horse, but make it more about making that conference's championship game. As you got to win it. Right. You got to win it. Right. That's why, that's why Sam Howell makes me nervous, because I think Sam Howell has the potential 
Did they beat Miami on October 16th? Oh, absolutely. Could he put up big numbers? Yeah. Yeah. But can they beat Clemson? If they can beat Clemson and you think they can, then Sam Howell, who's not a dark horse, by the way, he's one of the shortest favorites out, shortest odds out there. He's 14 to 1, as you see right there. Look at the names. I mean, Spencer Rattler. I think he's kind of unproven. I don't know why. I, don't know I, I think yeah, another guy that I would say that could do it, preseason ranked number 15 in the country. You mentioned the West Coast bias is an issue. I think Keaton Slovis has the potential to be up there at 28 to 1. I think he is in that discussion piece of, of having an opportunity. But do you believe that USC can finish top five or Keaton Slovis's numbers are going to be so outrageously over the top that you just can't overlook it? He's not a dual threat like Lamar. Or RG3. What are the or odds Johnny Manziel? That a Clay Helton coach player can right. win the Heisman. Exactly. I just, you know, I mean, look, jumping a lot of new. Carson Palmer, fixes. they finished fifth in the country when he won in 2002. Yeah. Liner, one. Bush, one. I mean, so. I mean, the type of season that he'd have to have would be so unbelievably like ridiculous because these other guys are going to have great seasons. Like, I like Matt Corral too at Ole Miss. But at 18-1, to 1, yeah, is Ole Miss going to be good enough? I didn't see Heisman winner. To be in that discussion? I just saw like a gritty college quarterback. I didn't see Heisman winner. So you would pick if if Aaron Oster's money was laying here. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. He'll be my number one go-to. Uh, Michael Penix. He's a baller. my second. They might lay a small deal on Brian Robinson. But again, Alabama is easy to get overshadowed. And if they're really good, the quarterback's going to get the credit. Yeah. That's what's been happening. In lately. all likelihood, it's it's going to be Bryce Young. If they're number one again, Bryce Young will get the credit. But, hey, man, if you're telling me he's better than Najee Harris, giddy up at 35-1. to 1. Chris Andrews will join us top of the hour. It is the nightcap here on Visa. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, It'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.